Wagwan people, Kilod Shele, what's going on? We are. What's black? Tune in with us every Wednesday where we unpack the meaning of black. I'm Alicia. I'm Delapo. I'm Leanne. And we're all from London. Thanks for joining us in season one where we shine the spotlight on black as a racial identity. Covering its origins all the way to its present day use and understandings of the term. And we explore this through social commentary and more. them and welcome to another episode of what's black doe what are you man saying welcome 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 oh good fam how are you yeah not saying much but you man sound like you're still in bed i can't lie to you rude hey. it's really 11 o'clock we're awake <laughs> i brushed my teeth i washed my face <laughs> you're a couple of steps ahead of me then all right. All, right. all right wow we're gonna lose followers but yeah let's... <laughs> they can't smell our breath though it's fine Come. wow okay welcome to what's black though guys <laughs> all right all right let's get right into it okay cool so guys what we're talking about today the, today what we're talking about is but we really need this drum roll that's not really a drum roll is it yeah it's, it's more like gunshots but it can roll it's fine we can make yeah. it work is, <laughs> black is beautiful I said that as if like, people wouldn't already see that on the screen already. But yeah, so oh. essentially what we're trying to talk about today is um, can black be beautiful? Mm-hmm. And you, before everyone gets that like, right, what are you man on about? But let me, let, let me put the disclaimer out here. So it's not necessarily talking about like obviously people with melanated skin not being beautiful. But I think recently we've seen like an uprising or a continuation of like... Um, me- uh, messages like particularly saying that like black is beautiful um which isn't necessarily a, a bad thing and i think it comes from a place of em- empowerment mm-hmm. but it's also looking at actually why do we feel the need um to to Have say, to say those words to say that black is beautiful um because fam i don't hear people saying oh, white is beautiful um or any other sort of racialized group saying um having to say that and also mm-hmm. looking at like um, by saying these things, what are we also trying to address, and what are the what are the issues that we're trying to address, and is are we addressing the solution by saying black is beautiful? Anyway, man, man just rambled, man just rambled and rambled. <laughs> but but with that, we're just gonna talk. We're, we're going to talk about like, how we're going to do that. So how we're going to do that, guys? We're going to play a little song and give our thoughts on it. Not even yes. That's it. We're yeah, gonna have yeah, a yeah. whole a whole discussion about it. We're gonna play a song that we feel isn't just one um, song saying this message. It's one of many, um, and then hopefully we can develop our thoughts and discuss with you in detail about so, why we say black is beautiful. So the first one, the first song in particular, is by Chronics. Black is beautiful. Jamaican artist. Um, Roll the song, please. <laughs> they play that tune. Bring our skin tell them they never told us. 
Jack Black is beautiful, they never told us Black is beauty, they never told us That black is beautiful, they never told us They never told us that black is beautiful So, I'll kick off. I think the first thing that stood out for me was the fact that the song began with, began with We Love the Children of Africa, mm. teaching the children. And then ultimately, the whole song is almost like a love note to, quote unquote, the children of Africa. So immediately mm. in my mind, it's clear that we're equating blackness to Africanness. But I, I made me think about what Burner Boy's mum said, that people need to forget that they were African before they were black. Mm. Um, and I feel like it's an important point to make there, but I'll just, no, I'll just start you, there, a little entree. What, what do you mean by that? Sorry. Like, they were African before they were black. What does that mean? Yeah, ultimately, I think what we need to maybe consider, or maybe what this is asking, that, well, maybe this is what it prompts for me. Um, at what point did people who were African um, become black? Because yeah. according to Chronics, they're one and the same. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah According yeah. to Burner Boy's mama, they're like, you know, they were African before they were Black. So there's a chronology difference there. And I think when you think about what this podcast is about, we're essentially like taking the construct of Blackness, not the people, but the constructs that that is used against or to describe people. And we're holding it up in the spotlight and we're just analysing it and analysing the hell out of it. And I think ultimately that's what we need to do. Um, and to do that, sometimes you're abstracting blackness away from people who ultimately are African or of African descent. Um, and so now, you know, it opens up the question, the construct blackness, we all know what it is. We all know what it was created to do. It wasn't done with good intention. Um, can it actually be considered beautiful? But yeah, I think that the, the lyric, the, what's it called? The title of the song actually, is, it, it sums us up perfectly as well like obviously they never told us that black is beautiful and for me like personally I don't know what you, you guys think but like personally as well like they never told you it was beautiful because it was never created for for that for that intent personally. in the first place mm. um what do you guys think I'd agree I agree with Leanne along the lines of it being kind of like a I don't know if it was more a love letter or a story of origin I think he, he mentioned a lot of places in Africa and sort of gave a bit, a bit of a, not even a history lesson, but it gave us a bit more, it gave us what Black is King didn't do. It gave us a connection. Yeah. It gave us a echo in the, the Burner Boy's Mama thing. It gave us a, a real sense of, of belonging, I think, and it's, it's beautiful in, it, in its melody. Um, I don't know if it reaffirms Black being beautiful, though. No, I hear that. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I think it's good in that it doesn't do that though, because it makes you think, okay, black is not a thing. So what? It what separates I black. Sorry. No, I, I mm. agree. With you. I agree. I agree, Venetia. And I think it echoes what um, Liam was saying. Both of you is a thing of like. What I found quite interesting though is like is that they never told us that black is beautiful, blah blah. blah. But like the whole of that verses and everything else is very much talking about cultural it's very much culture it's culturally relevant so it's like historical about africanness so mm. it moves away from a lot of it moves away from um the concept of blackness and talks about like 
what African or the di- African diasporan people have done. Do you know what I mean? What, you, f- you feel like the song does that? Is that, is that yeah, what you yeah, I feel like, yeah. yeah, I feel like the song does. I agree. Does. It moves away um, from blackness and it focuses on African diasporan culture. Yeah, it, it does yeah. that, but uses the word black interchangeably. But again, it, it raises that thing and um, the thing about like whether or not black and Africanness or African diasporaness is the same thing, um, or is, mm. is there a difference in terms of like culture? I think yeah. it's a good point, I, to, like a good um, point you're making there, Delapo. And I do agree that like it, it it does make references to what we all, all of us seem to agree is like. African diaspora in history and culture, but it is in itself by describing black, it's also speaking to what it actually thinks black is. Mm. And I think it's not, it's not um, a coincidence that, you know, how many words do you get within a song? And within this song, there's a reference to slavery. It says, you never behave so you're gone, like, like you didn't spend 500 years upon a farm. The mm. same chain you're aware and Aguan is another black life in Sierra Leone. And so obviously that's a reference to um, the transatlantic slave trade. And I just think, um, is it that that this description of blackness is quite consistent with the description of blackness or the construct that we understand in our today's society, people racialized as black have this transatlantic slave trade past. And as a result, there are a significant amount of disadvantages and uh, disproportionate disadvantages um, experienced by those racialized as black. Preacher is preaching, good God, the things that he preaches. I wonder who taught him to preach. Mm. Teacher is teaching, where did he get his degree? Now it is no mystery, who taught us black history? He's up. So, do we feel like this song does what it says on the tin? It says, Black is beautiful. The chorus says, They never told us. I think there's two questions there, actually. Yeah. Who is the they, and should they have told us anyway? And secondly, does the song do what it says on the tin? Like, does it make you leave, or leave the song feeling like Black is beautiful? Well, it depends on what you, what you think the song um actually is is supposed to do i don't know if it's supposed to reinforce the idea that black is beautiful because he has so many references to african-ness i wonder yeah. if it's not that he's trying to say black is beautiful but reinforce the distinction between black and and being african or black and being mm. or having some historical values attached to it yeah like history yeah yeah i agree um and I think that's quite interesting because he doesn't actually say, he doesn't anywhere say that black is beautiful. He doesn't actually say that. He just says that we've that's never been true. told that. He doesn't that's actually say true. black is beautiful. But, um, um, but then going back to Leanne's first question, um, who is they? Um, and I think, I, think, I think he makes it clear in a bit. He's like, preacher is preaching, good God, things that he preaches. Um, I wonder who taught him to preach. Teacher is teaching. Where did he get his degree? So it's talking about like even institution. That's what, bro. This this thing's even deeper than I thought. So even institutionally, like actually mm. the um, the creation of knowledge. Uh, where does that come from? Um, what? So when they're saying they, 
I think you're particularly talking about not just individuals, but institutions. So even within our university, you see the whole cry out to be um, particularly about like diversifying our degrees. And we're talking about like decolonizing particular parts of our institutions. Mm. I think that's what it's talking about. And the undertone of that, the undertone of what we've been taught to me comes down to the whole concept of, um, of race. Yeah, completely agree. So beautifully put, Delapo. Eloquent. Fam, fam, which we find out here. But yeah, fam, I, I enjoyed that. I actually enjoyed that. But I feel like there's, there's probably more points. But let's move on to the next one. I think that's quite interesting as well. Um, so we've gone from JA to L LDN. Going from, um, yeah, so we're going to go back to a, a London artist. Everyone knows um, one of my... One of my favorite songs last year, um, Black Rose. Play the thing, play the rhythm. Featuring Koji <laughs> Rajiko as well. Let's yeah, just yeah, oh. Daddy, how come there's no dolls that look like me in the shop? My daughter, she a princess. The world ain't slaughtering her skin yet. These Kanye's have not become important to the Kims yet But when she gets older there'll be brothers same colour as a papa Who would not be showing any sort of interest Disrespecting women who remind them of their mothers Disrespecting women who remind them of their sisters Disrespecting women who remind them of their cousins Everyone's entitled to their own taste But every time you pricks make a statement I can find a rival in my own race I love all types of women Variety is okay But society will throw shade So tell me who's fighting for the sisters then yeah so the, even the first line so one thing in particular that like that stood out to me was that even the first line of the song the opening daddy how come there's no songs that look like me in this shot you know when someone's been itching to have their debut honestly you literally you don't you are actually hilarious that was really good execution though <laughs> Beautiful. I have to give credit where credit's due. It's beautiful. Sorry to interrupt your performance, D. Go ahead. No. Huh? So when he said the the line. Yeah, yeah. So like that's his daughter at the beginning of the tune, um, like saying, like, "Okay, cool. Like, how come there's no one that looks like me in the shop?" And to a lot of people, like I think, like representation is something that um, it teaches you something. And the lesson that we should teaches you, the lack of representation teaches you that you're not important. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so actually, like with so so that I think that's one of the main issues that actually we feel the need or might, people might look at themselves and feel like actually we need to say that um, black is beautiful because there's a lack of representation of that. But my argument would be that regardless of what they say you are as an individual, we were that mm. beforehand. But mm. anyway, but that's that's just my my view on that. Um, that's that's no that's a good point and I I would like to respond to that actually because I think you just said regardless of what they say you are as an individual so in other words regardless of the fact that they don't think you're good enough to be represented and you know have dolls that represent who you are um we were beautiful before but that's the thing because they are the ones dictating how it goes maybe there's an argument there that you know it's, it, again, it just speaks to the power dynamics, who's writing the script, who has the power to kind of establish what is beauty and what isn't. And I think overall, when we're speaking about black beauty or black being beautiful, um, one thing we haven't really got into so far is black is actually considered to be beautiful 
I don't know if you guys have had this experience, but when it's closer to that Eurocentric standard of beauty Mm -hmm. and um, further away from this racialized blackness that Chronic speaks to and um, also Gets is trying to um, kind of fight against. And I think also there's another element to black beauty from a white gaze, which is the Euro, the exoticized um, stand, the um, exoticized type of black beauty. So again, it just speaks to who has the power to dictate what is beautiful within the construct of blackness. Um, so you- and I think both Gets and Chronics are operating within these constructs. Even Chronics, I, I hear Alicia's point that she doesn't think the, the song for by Chronics is about reaffirming that black is beautiful, but. It, it essentially is when he says they never told us that black is beautiful. He's not saying they never told us if black is beautiful. They said they never told us that black is beautiful. So black is beautiful. That's an established fact, according to Chronics. But they yeah. never told us. Chronics is obviously trying to speak to that dynamic. Why we didn't know, why they didn't tell us. Because it's not in their interest to tell us. But ultimately, black is beautiful. Mm. But I just think it's problematic to operate within the construct. What do you guys think about that? So you, I think what you... Sorry, man, I feel like I'm talking bare, but like, I think you talked about the first thing when you talked about Eurocentric standards of beauty. I do think that um, gets um, he he addresses that and he, talk, he talks about that in that as well. So it's like when you was doing light skin versus dark skin, wow, again, light skin versus skin, divided and conquered, living but slightly unconscious, yeah. killing each other minor problem over minor problems. Okay, back to the normal my normal voice but yeah killing each other oh, my, sorry, I think the, da- the daddy line the daddy one is the one for you hey. I think yeah that one that one daddy. is the one all right I'll yeah. stick to that one yeah yeah that one you should stick to that one what do you think Mish I don't want to be the only what does it mean by slightly unconscious we're living but slightly unconscious so we're not uh, bruv that is a that's a that's a that's actually a bar because I didn't think about that until you said it like, to me, that is like, we are living under constructs that we don't, that we're living under constructs um, that we're sort of aware of, but we don't even understand the root of it. That's, that's mm. just, that's just me. What do you think? We're living, but slightly unconscious. Well, then we're not really living, are we? And that's exactly what race sort of does, doesn't, well, that's my, my view. Keeps us subdued. In a way, yeah. In a way, because you're you're stuck in that box of what race is, um, and the definition and the context of race as a mm. stereotype. Yeah, exactly. And then there's the whole self fulfilling prophecy thing that comes into it, and stereo threat where people actually play into the stereotypes too. So we literally have almost like an automated, like a script that's written for us, and our life is almost like predetermined to an extent. You know, that's that's another element to it. Slightly off topic, but it's still. Another question point. that's going to be slightly off topic but it's I'll, it's a question that's come up when you said um we play up to a stereotype is that a means of trying to feel accepted in a society that otherwise doesn't so yeah so i think even when so even with, when we're talking about like black beauty in terms of stereotype i think even we try and play up to that uh, stereotype of um what it is to be beautiful in terms of blackness um and that is the is 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 to do the proximity to whiteness if that makes any sense so even how 
actually that's an interesting that's an interesting point um as the only male in the group but like it's an interesting point in terms of even within our community what we deem as uh beauty um whether it is having hair that mimics that of um european standard european standards or whether it is to do with he talks about it again um about cake soap brothers back home using cake soap i'm only mm. i'm only caked up because i make dough again like those are these are things are stereotypes that tell us uh that are reinforcing society that makes black beautiful cake soap is a bleaching agent no yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah sorry just exactly. to, just so i'm on the same page yeah it's a good point and then he says should i wife kate or should i wife ronda that's mm. a funny line what do you guys think about the line at the end where he says um he says really i'm from africa but i don't know the country i'm a lost man where the hell are my locks got me looking oh, at a dashiki like what's that and still i'm django to you house ends I get even with the Stevens in combat. Thoughts on that? So, go on. Okay, cool. I'll speak. I'll speak. I think it's interesting, though. I think basically what he's referring to, and I think a lot of the time when we're having these issues, when we're having these discussions about like um, beauty and, te- and and black beauty, what we miss is referring to the fact that actually what he thinks the issue might be. Hmm. Um, and the issue, and the issue in terms of when it comes to like black beautiful, black being beautiful, isn't necessarily um, on the surface level of the our skin, the color of our skin, but it's more to do with the fact that like actually there's a there's a disconnect between who we are as people, mm-hmm. um, and that's I think what he referred that's what he's referring to when he's like really for I'm from Africa but I don't know the country I'm a lost man. Um, and actually a lot of the time we don't focus on necessarily that being the issue we focus on um, the construct that we're in and we focus on okay you know what the issue isn't the fact that I'm lost and I detached from my my culture or my initial culture the issue is the fact that um, society says the society says that black is ugly so I must just say that black is beautiful. I kind of just want to make clear again, although I know we've we've done it already, but see when you've said society said black is is ugly, could you give some detail in how black is deemed ugly outside of aesthetic? Outside of aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, what in terms of in in, a, in in terms of a racialized being, in terms of as, as being racialized beings, yes. um, I think I think it goes it goes deeper to like, actually again like what I talked about um, earlier about institutions and what we're taught about ourselves, and I think that I think when we look at the core themes that um, continue to be uh, discussed about quote unquote black history. It yeah. tends to be the ugliest parts of um, of, of the quote unquote black story, and it's always to do with so that whole so slavery always comes up, um, yeah. and this whole thing in terms of the and it goes back to the whole thing about representation, 
So mm-hmm. with representation, the lack of representation means like within the syllabus means that actually there's almost an undertone that actually quote unquote black people haven't contributed anything of substance to the world other than mm. to entertain um, yeah. their white audiences. I, I do want to comment on this last line where it says, really, I'm from Africa, but I don't know where the country, I don't know the country. I'm a lost man. Um, where the hell are my locks at? So I think this is really, it's really upsetting, actually, like coming across something like this, because to, to consider ourselves as like lost people. Um, so one, it's un- un- understanding that we have a route in Africa, um, yeah. but then understanding that we are far removed from that route. And yeah you know maybe blackness is the construct that kind of solidifies that um that removing that that ex almost like the expropriation because as Bernard Boyd's mum said remember Africans need to remember that they were African before they were black so it kind of feels as if like the moment you become black you no longer kind of have that strong connection to Africa anymore so like you you are African but just through the sheer nature of you being racialized as black and the the kind of the history, the legacy of slavery that comes along with that, mm. it just, it just, just go for me. It goes to show how like, how potent, pervasive, and how like, um, how negative this construct, this construct of blackness is. Um, but in and- that same breath, sorry, let me let me let you finish. No, it's cool. Go ahead. I was gonna say, in that same breath, I can see how black might be useful in in helping us to feel like a united people. It's just that it's not a term that I think collectively we've agreed on being referred to as. So mm-hmm. I get, because we actually like, me myself, I can only really trace back to, I think I can trace back to Benin before before Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And that's just by us trying to figure out like where great grandparents are from, things like that. I can see how, the use of black for those people that feel displaced and feel lost, how it helps them to feel uh, a sense of, of unitedness because ultimately mm-hmm. we're scattered all over the place and we're not scattered by choice. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, in, maybe in 2020 we're scattered by choice, but no. we weren't originally scattered by choice. In and 2020, so we're see- all at home. We're all working <laughs> from home. We're all inside. True, true. <laughs> but I can see how that's, I can see why it's not necessarily that sad. Like I get your point on that. It is sad because we should ultimately know where we're from and, and understand our places of origin. And we should refer to ourselves as being from our place of origin. But I can see how it might be needed to to have a word that unites us in a space where otherwise we wouldn't be. Mm. So I I. I... I hear you. Um, I hear you. What? So, I think the best the best way that I can sort of describe this as well is through um, James Baldwin, um, one of the books I read, um, "The Fire Next Time." And I was the reason I was quiet for a bit is I was trying to look for it, but I can't find it. Whatever. But I'll paraphrase. And I think he what he sort of touches on, and I think Alicia, that's what you're saying as well, is the fact that there is, there has been such a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that James Borden continues to say is that we need to be we need to be honest with ourselves of where we are today where we are right now Mm -hmm. and um, if we start from a place of 
if you start from a place of um okay we're all kings and queens that's good but really and truly we are, need to understand where we are right now and where we are right now is the fact that we there there has been a disconnect not all of us not all of us um quote unquote black people are going to go back to africa not all yeah. of us um quote unquote black people are going to necessarily find their roots but um does that mean does that make you less does that make you less important does that make you less of a less of a like less of a human and and it's about understanding how to make the most of who we are and who our identity is where we are right now if that makes yeah. any sense yeah yeah and I, I do feel like what you just read does actually speak to what Alicia just said and yeah. I should cl- clarify that when I said it's sad I was speaking more specifically about the fact that Getz referred to himself as a lost man yeah um so yeah. I think it's not sad that like we see that we have a, a home in Africa although we don't know so much about that home that is sad but that's not my I think I think it's the fact that he's I think that mindset is helpful to people I keep on saying like downtrodden displaced and like still very much I would even argue commodified to this very day but that's a controversial subject but it's it's true you know like Kanye talks about how we're the new slaves yeah there could be some truth in that statement you know so ultimately um positive messages like black is beautiful might be something that like you said Delapo is is a good thing that meets us where we are right now you know we need positive yeah. messages that make us feel good about ourselves but is trying to redefine an inherently negative racial construct the answer but I do feel like we've got to some kind of conclusion at this point um that it's about you know meeting us where we are right now um mm-hmm. and filling our heads and minds with positive images so that we can just like sustain a kind of somewhat manageable and comfortable existence in the now but it's understanding areas that we may need to tweak some of these positive messages and the way we deliver them and maybe we don't want to keep using that racialized construct um, when we're filling our heads with positive images because there's other truths to who we are like mm-hmm. the fact that we are you know of African descent and we have our our cultural kind of legacies that might be a better way to kind of promote positivity within our community what do you guys think maybe it's needed as as part of evolving as a people maybe we need to first identify ourselves as beautiful within the construct of black and then maybe Mm. that will provide an awakening that okay i'm more than just this then it might provide mm. some interest to see i would would argue i would argue the opposite i think we just need to we need to understand as individuals that we were beautiful before we were black before we were black and if we start from that from that perspective and that that, that standpoint I think we can actually focus on what the real issue is and mm. instead of saying black is beautiful I think we need to be looking more at things actually saying that actually racism, racism is ugly yeah yeah and once, we, once we understand once once we have a focus and we have a real sort of understanding of what the issues are that is the only time that I really think that we can move forward that's yeah perfect beautiful conclusion Delapo just a little extension maybe we don't want to move towards saying racism is ugly maybe we also need to acknowledge that race itself is ugly the construct of race yeah because and racism is that byproduct that comes from that yeah can black or is black beautiful Mm. take your time with take your time with this because like 
Shall I? I can start. Or I can I can clarify as well. So when we're talking, I again, mean, when, we're talking... when you say take your time, though, I mean we did just have a whole episode, so we we should yeah. just like not take our time. We should just be short and sweet. <laughs> but yeah. can you ask the question differently? So, because yeah, so if you of... just tuned in at this point, it's kind of pure. then it sounds mad. Let's yeah, say so, you didn't so listen to the whole episode. Con- this, yeah. Sorry, go on. Go. So I think it's important, yeah, to stress that actually when it's the construct of blackness. Um, and so the construct of blackness in itself, can that in itself be something that is um, is beautiful aesthetically or even further in terms of um, in, what, in the wider society of things? Um, we continue to see us trying to change the narrative, but whether or not do we have control of, do we truly have control of that narrative? And mm-hmm. is, is it working? Mm-hmm. So I can answer. I I think, for me, I think um, I think it's very difficult to move things away from its from what it was created to do. Um, so I would say, if I was to do a short answer, I'll say no, um, only because of the fact that only because of the fact that it wasn't create it wasn't created for that, and actually we were beautiful before we were black. Okay. Alicia? No, I'm going to keep mine short. No. Hmm. That was short and sweet. Um, (laughs) I would say constructed blackness. So black as a social construct isn't by its definition beautiful. And until those who are constructed as black or racialized as black have the power to redefine it, it won't ever be beautiful and ultimately we wouldn't want to redefine something that was created to inferiorize us so yeah no thanks everyone for tuning in and once again let us know what you think can black be beautiful email us at what's black though podcast at gmail.com I love it, you know, email or just hit us up on Instagram. Just drop us an Instagram (laughs) DM. Email, send us a fax at. Some people are not on Instagram, okay? So I'm talking to the wider generation, you know, the older older ones, you know. Drop us an email, guys. Early. And Uncle Leroy. They got podcasts and Spotify, but they haven't got. Okay, so. Ah, 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 ah. I'll just leave it there. Send us a fax or say up. But yeah, thank you guys for listening and mm-hmm. uh, tune in next Wednesday as well. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.